The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome in to the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we are focusing on Rutherford County. Absolutely. And uh, one of our guests this morning is Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron. Hey, Bill. How in the world are you today? Good morning, Bart. How you doing? Good to have you with us today. You brought a buddy with you. I did. I brought the deputy to the mayor, Mr. Salmon, Steve Salmon. Hey, Steve. Good morning. Can I I say something about the birthday winner? Sure. Uh, Angie Clendall. Uh, I don't know if you know her her maiden name. She was a McFarland. Oh, okay. Judge Ben Hall McFarland. Oh, okay. Daughter, and then Judge Ben. This is not. This is the his father's father. His father, who was county mayor. Right. Uh, and uh, she was actually Angie. She was right out of college. I say that because there's not a lot of difference in age. But she was my. Eighth grade teacher at Mitchell Nielsen. Ah, okay. So, so happy birthday to her and happy birthday to Kevin Wax. You know, yeah, just everybody's having day. a birthday. Yeah. Today. You're, you're not having one today, are no, you? No, sir. Okay. No, sir. <laughs> my mom's but, birthday is tomorrow, though. Well, so my wife's is Friday. Early. Oh, Friday. Friday. Here. Wow. So yeah. you won't get in trouble. Let me give you that piece and, of paper. And, well, write their name. I was going to turn it in, but I, it, 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 it would be Mamma. Okay, well, <laughs> we've, we've got a lot of those listening in yeah. Mamaws. Yeah. I think we, you all deserve a congratulations, too. I, I think you all are, uh, got an anniversary, right? 75 years? 75, yeah. Congratulations. It, That's uh, awesome. It, 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 we're really proud of that, I tell you. Yeah. Uh, it's 75 fun years. Well, there are a lot of things happening uh, with uh, Rutherford County. Yes, sir. And one of those is your breaking ground on the public uh, health and safety building. Yes, sir. Uh, number one. On number Friday. one. That's uh, this coming Friday at 1 o'clock at Rockville Elementary School. We're uh, taking a section of land uh, just to the right of the school. And uh, so um, even though it's going to be a cold day, it's, it's, it's in the hotter section of the county where the growth is occurring. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're adding on to the elementary school right now, but we're, we're going to put in this uh, public health and safety building. It's our first of four, um, or first of six, actually, but we're doing four um, very quickly. We're doing Rockville, Kittrell, uh, Las Casas, and Walter Hill. We'll be building four of those over the course of the next 12 months. In these facilities, Bart, we'll have uh, two ambulances, two fire trucks, a certified tornado shelter, and uh, an office for a, um, a sheriff's deputy. Okay. Uh, how many will there be? Are you putting one of those at every convenience station, basically? No. It's, uh, these uh, public health and safety buildings are going on uh, school property oh, since okay. the county owns it, and they always we always buy enough property. So uh, we thought it would be real well because do real well because anytime you build a school around that, developers build subdivisions. And uh, uh, just like what's happening in Rockville, on one side you got 300 homes un- under development, and another 200 on the other side of the road. It's just booming out there. So, and this, uh, these locations, Bart, um, and to the public, I mean, they're halfway between the county 
line and the city limits of all the different cities and stuff and so this gives a quicker response out to those folks that live closer to the county line and then also quicker response coming back in to all the city limits in Laverne, Smyrna, Murfreesboro, and Eagleville. So uh, they're strategically planned to be in, in these areas that's really going to help in fire and ambulance and uh, like the mayor was saying, I mean, they've got a, a an office in there also for the sheriff's department to come and warm up, get a cup of coffee, whatever, use the bathroom, whatever, do some paperwork, and then, you know, hit the road or whatever. So we'll probably break ground out in Kittrell in about another 30 days. And then uh, probably uh, a month or two down the road, we'll break ground in, in Las Casas and uh, Walter Hill. Oh, fantastic. So we'll be watching for that. Here's a question from a listener. They're asking some information about that forensic science building that you had talked about earlier. Uh-huh. They had said they, they knew you had indicated that State Farm was not interested in Correct. selling that building. But, well, uh, they stay, they still are, but for $40 million more okay. than what we wanted to offer. <laughs> was that about twice what you wanted? Yeah, we were we were offering around $50 million, us 25 and State Farm was going to buy themselves out of their seven-year lease that they still have for about $50 million, and they want $90 million. Ah, okay, so you know, almost so, twice. Yeah, almost twice. So you It's had, still on the table. Uh, matter so of fact, we, we're still uh, working and, and – uh, proceeding to push ahead i've been uh, talking to the trustees at m tissue and dr mcphee i've met with him on several occasions they have a track of property that we're interested in and if we can um, uh, go into a a partnership with m tissue because they were planning on coming to state farm with us and they were already in that planning process so if we can use the track of land and we'll use we have another tranche of money coming in from u.s treasury next june uh, 32 million so we could uh, uh, still continue to move in that direction and have a state-of-the-art forensic facility right here in middle tennessee so this could you could move forward with this yes, just sir. a slight different direction yeah so what we had planned was what we're doing this coming friday we were not going to do until june because we were going to use this 32 first 32 million we got a total of 64 million uh from the uh uh, American Recovery uh, Grant, and so we were going to use a 32 million to, uh, and 25 of that to go into um, doing the State Farm Building. And since that didn't work, we just took and and flip flopped our our uh, uh, efforts, and so we're we're breaking ground on the public health and safety buildings, and then we'll do the the uh, uh, forensic facility, and then all of our administration. Uh, administrative offices for our public safety uh, departments sheriff's office uh, ema ems fire and rescue and, dis- and dispatch all in one location we the person has uh, texted back to us and they said that they've seen a lot of activity over where the old hospital used to be the big open space there uh is that the area that would be used it might be if uh, i can get them to agree to that Okay. <laughs> okay. That would be a good lo- I mean, central location. Yes, sir. Just give us a green light and we'll, we'll proceed ahead. That is exciting to hear that. Uh, and, and as you had indicated earlier, uh, we, we don't have enough space. Uh, if, we had, if we had a catastrophic uh, problem here. No, we don't. Uh, matter of fact, there are not enough cooter drawers. Uh, if we had a catastrophic event, uh, plane crash, bus crash, train derailment, or anything else. Uh, uh, most places, the hospital only has five cooler drawers. 
um, it, that's at Stonecrest and at, at uh, St. Thomas. Total. Total. Uh, the funeral homes have one or two uh, to where they can uh, keep people in, in, in those drawers or the bodies in those drawers. But right now, Bart, with uh, fentanyl and, and the problems with suicide that's coming into our community, um, it the price just went up. We have to pay Rutherford County in our budget. And we had a report from um, Carl Hudgens, our coroner, county coroner, we had about uh, uh, 38 last month uh, uh, overdoses and suicides in Rutherford County. And we're having to, they went up $250 per body to do an autopsy in Nashville. So we could keep all of those bodies. We're spending out of the county's budget, the taxpayers' money, we're spending about uh, $640,000 a year to do autopsies and we send those bodies to Nashville. We can keep that in this facility if we were to build one. And also, MTSU could be training people for Correct. those jobs. Correct. Absolutely. Either in 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 uh, uh, criminal justice, you know, and that's why we want to plant our uh, sheriff's department in there. The detective division could walk to the other side of the building and say, okay, what time, kind of like CSI on TV is kind of exciting, you know, what time do you think the approximate cause of death was? Where did the bullet enter? You know, or was and that would fit also <coughs> with MTSU's criminal science division, our criminal justice program criminal that we have, and and of course what they already have a a um, forensic institute at MTSU. Dr. Behrman does an excellent job, and he's world renowned. He's doing DNA tests on uh, the soldiers that were dug up in Mexico from the American Mexican War uh, under President Polk. And they brought the brought those bodies back and flew them into Langley Air Force Base up in D.C. And they went up and, and got some of those bodies trying to identify who they are. So that could all happen here in Murfreesboro. Uh, you say MTSU is already interested. Uh, they just haven't agreed to the Correct. specifics. Well, but like the mayor was saying, you know, Nashville... Uh, it's it's costing six hundred and forty thousand just in current budget right now. It's projected apparently to be about eighty about eight hundred thousand this year on the the route it's going and how it's increasing. Doing those, autopsies. Doing mm-hmm. autopsies. And uh, if you take a look at all the major cities in Tennessee, uh, Knoxville has a forensic facility. Uh, Davidson County does. Memphis, uh, 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 Chattanooga, and Tri Cities. Yeah. And so then, really, we're looking, we're, we're right in with 20,000 20, people, according mm-hmm. to the census, you know, with Hamilton County. So, really, uh, we're behind the times on this, and, and I'm proud the mayor's, Mayor Ketron's gotten on this thing, and, and uh, Carl Hudgens, and said, we've, we've got to have this in Rutherford County. And this will help us in so many ways, as well as... Uh having classes in that area well that and that's my goal is to make it a state of the art to where it's a world-class facility where people will come in from all over the country and around the globe to come in and and learn the newest techniques you know like the touch screens you see on csi Mm -hmm. you know oh yeah you know all well and be a quicker response too for the families i mean you know listen i mean they they're looking for closure, like you said, Mayor, and, and, you know, they're so distraught over what's happened to their loved one. You know, they're having to wait for uh, information and for closure and for burial, and it, and this right here would speed things up and also uh, save the county, you know, we're looking, we're, we're facing a million dollars. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's a penny on the tax rate as right now. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. If you have a question or a comment, you can talk or text whichever you prefer on that. 615-893-1450. And uh, another person is uh, sending us a text wondering about some uh, any more property owned by the county that will be going up for auction soon. The best auctioneer. Uh, not That's right. To, Steve's here with <laughs> Well, not as of right now. Property management, we're getting ready to meet. Um, Thursday, tomorrow night. And uh, we're, uh, we're constantly uh, pulling off the uh, properties that the county has, and we've got, a, we've got quite a number of properties, remnants, they, they might say, of here and there, and uh, we're trying to just put those back on the tax roll. So... Uh, uh, instead of them uh, not eating money, you know that they're bringing in money. So and 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 it's really helpful to the community too because we've had so much good response on that of these surrounding property owners going, you know, I've I've wanted that little piece of land, I didn't know who owned it, whatever, you know, we can use it for a playground, uh, we can use it to add on to our property, you know, and 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 it's just been really helpful to do that. And plus, we're getting them off the books and putting them back, like I said on the tax roll where they need to be. So some of these are properties that have been taken in because taxes weren't paid? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that the majority of them, as a matter of fact? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How many of those do you get per year? And I I, I guess you don't turn them over in a year always. No, they don't turn over. And these these have been on the books for years, and so we're – pulling those up trying to pull those up first because we're we're still working with those property owners it's a long process you know giving those property owners uh many many different ways and avenues to to keep their property because we you know the county doesn't want the property they want you to have the property and and uh pay taxes on it so we 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 don't want it (laughs) you know we just want you to pay your taxes and keep your property so and then uh we've sold some properties that uh have been on the books a while that um that the county wasn't using that was county property uh like our old jail that was down there uh off main street that um uh we didn't have any uh uh thoughts or current uh, plans for and we put it back on the tax roll and the good. old bank yeah we've the sold old bank we yes. sold two two properties for over a million and a half dollars yeah it's it's um it's been about uh, 2.4 million i think in what we've sold just in just a handful of properties so and so instead of being just vacant buildings that just look bad mm-hmm. yes sir uh, they're being turned into a business yeah the old bank they're they're down there working every day uh, yeah trying to strip it out clean it out and gonna put a restaurant in there and we had heard uh, obviously you had told us that the uh, the old uh, jail had been sold of course there was nothing on that property mm-hmm. but uh, any word on when they're going to start developing that and what will it be we asked the the buyer of that property what he was planning on doing he said he had no plans at the time so just bought it and just, just bought it, it gonna think about yeah. it you know and whatever he wants to do he, he thinks something's gonna come along uh yeah, you sure. know as with our growth well i think something somebody, will come along somebody's gonna knock on the door and want to build something on it well um, the new fema maps too showed you know probably about a quarter of that property you know was in the uh, 500-year floodplain and so i've never seen water in there maybe somebody else has but you know we uh we acknowledge that you know through the sale and everything and of course um 
maybe it has to be parking garage under there now and then go up so but um, uh, it'll be a good location for somebody now does an individual own the land that used to be the uh, furniture store on west main that the furniture store collapsed and now it's just an empty lot has been for years uh, somebody owns it. I don't know <laughs> when the mayor was coming through yesterday, and and we we it looked like somebody laying out there, and so we called the city police, and they went over and checked them out, and it was somebody was laying over there in a sleeping bag asleep, and oh, okay, and uh, so they checked them out. We just didn't want anybody to be have uh, passed away passed, or something yeah. over there, <laughs> or, frozen. To, or frozen, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that is a real problem this time of the year too. It uh, is. The, the coldest night programs to be. Uh-huh commended for the work that they do well cold patrol is doing a great job they're 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 out there helping these folks and um uh, my hat's off to them every time we've called them they've greenhouse ministry salvation army they're all Mm -hmm. uh, stepping up in these cold nights 23 degrees right now still pretty cold out there brisk walking down here (laughs) it really is uh we've had a lot of positive comments about the Rutherford County Courthouse. Uh, more and more people are discovering it. Thank you. Uh, looking at the uh, at the museum there, uh, how, how is attendance going? Well, of course, we've had uh, several weeks of bad weather with <laughs> snow, and and uh, there were a couple of days when it snowed. We didn't. We went ahead and just closed it because our security guard couldn't couldn't even get there. So, uh, uh, and then some other days, no attendance at all when it's nasty and raining and cold. But uh, we, I'm encouraged. I think as soon as the weather breaks and people start coming and walking around the square at night, we we got some smooth it's not jazz the, going on. Sure, it's not the tourist season yet, and uh, of course we matched the, uh, the the state museum's hours. So you know it's open from eight to five Monday through Friday, and then ten to five on Saturday, and then one to five on Sunday, and. Um, I've already heard from some teachers that they're going to be bringing their classes, you know, through. So we might be covered up this, you know, uh, this spring and uh, when school starts in uh, in the in the fall and spring, uh, when it's good weather, I think we're going to start seeing seeing a lot of uh, school students go through it. And and uh, everybody that I've heard and seen that's gone through it has just been, even some naysayers that have come up and and have voiced their opinion about. Uh, uh, not wanting the museum, you're not going to do it right, and all that sort of stuff. Have come back and went through it. Just one the other day that I, I dreaded to, to talk to, but I wanted to talk to. I wanted to take it. I wanted to hear their opinion and wanted to see what we could do better and pass those notes along. And and um, he said, "Good job, good wow, job." That's I've, good. And I was like, "Cool." Because <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of times do you get credit, you know. I mean, the mayor, you know, it was his thought on doing this thing and and um, and put it together with the with the right people, John Lodel and, and Doctor West, uh, Doctor West, and they did a great job. I mean, oh, did a yeah. great yeah, job. tissue, they helped a lot. I tell you, that is a, a real thing to be proud of. It draws tourism to the square, plus it gives our local people an opportunity to go to that location and, yeah. and learn about our history. And it's free. Yeah, it's free. You got free books right now on Mink Slide. That's true. We're giving away free books. The Historical Society has got a whole table of free books. I misspoke the other day. I was talking to somebody that come out and said, "I said, well, what do you think?" And and they said, "It's great." And um, um, it's it's just awesome. We're gonna 
we're going to come back up with our family, you know, in the summer when they come to visit. And I said, that'd be great. And I said, we have, we have changed some things by then when you come up in the summer. And the lady said, you're going to change history? And I said, <laughs> no, 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 let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. We're going to be adding to, you know, because it, we, we John Lode over at uh, um, uh, Archives, they, they've got so much, and Dr. West have so much that they're going to be adding to as we progress and go on and and um, and just make it better you know every year so and of course you the books you were talking about that's cb arnett's book and mr but, arnett just really loved this town and uh, it just he he put it down in history and, and those are great books all of those uh, absolutely but there there are so many things that we haven't shown yet in that museum like uh, we don't have anything in there yet but i know it's coming about uh, President uh, Polk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually was from Columbia, but he can't because that, that's where his his home is, and you can go down there and tour that. And he can't do anything about that, even though he tried to be born here. Yeah, but he came to school here. He came to school and went to Bradley Academy, and that's where he met his wife, who lived yeah. right off the square. And so we need to be telling that story as well. And know. she was a phenomenal person in Washington. Correct. Uh, I, I went to the Polk home in, in Columbia, and they just had wonderful stories about her. Mm-hmm. And how she would have, I think they said, 30 and 40 course dinners. And you think, how could you have a 30 or 40 course? Well, just a whole lot of little things. Yeah. Big dinners. And she sure. said she would put people with opposing views next to each other. And they would have to sit there for hours because the meal was so big <laughs> so and long. long. Yeah. And they would have to talk. So, interesting. Let's take a phone call here. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. I'm in metropolitan downtown Smyrna, about 70 degrees. Oh, sunshine. yeah. And the palm trees, are they doing Palm okay? trees. And the palm trees are flowing in the breeze. Oh, yes, sir. Man, I, I need to head to Smyrna. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like Marty. <laughs> it is. This is about as close as you can get. I was listening to you and the mayor this morning talking about the, the museum and stuff, and I just wanted to call in. I want to applaud the mayor. For, Thank you, Marty. For doing this. It, uh, it took a lot of energy and, and courage to step out and do something like that. And it turned out great. I mean, it's just, it's just a phenomenal thing. and. Uh, I'd you, like to encourage more people to come up there and uh, see it. It's, it's, uh, uh, absolutely, it's great, Marty. Great you and I, history, you and you and I agree that uh, we need to be telling our story, and you love history the same way that I do. And and what a better place to put it is in that historic courthouse. So thank you oh, for I everything agree. that you did to help. Well, I, I I did a little bit, but it was it was all you and. Well, Greg Parker and some others. So, you yeah. calling in right now? You you were there with us, you know. I was. You I was. was. You sure I, were. I'm really proud of that. I'm very very proud yeah. of that. Yes, right there that I was part of it. Yes, sir. Well, we are uh, proud of you too, Marty. How you doing, by the way? Well, I'm making some. I'm I'm making slow progress. It's not nearly as fast as I would like it, but it's. I got to remember it's part of God's plan too. And, that's right. He don't necessarily confer with me on everything we're doing. So, but I'm I am doing things. I am able to stand up using a lift. Oh yeah, that's and, awesome. And I can, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I'm telling you, I just 
I'd just be so glad when I can walk again. I mean, it's just a miserable situation having to be, you know, have caretakers take care of all your needs and sure. just laying in bed all the time. But Well, that day I will come. Will, yeah, it'll come. I promise you that it will. Well, I'll let y'all get back to your show. Thanks for talking to me. And, okay. And uh, y'all have a good week and a great day, okay? Yeah. Right, you be blessed. Good morning. Good day to, uh, good hearing from you on this uh, beautiful day in Smyrna. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye bye. Uh, it's amazing down there. It's always tropical. <laughs> Warm breeze. Good morning. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Bill Ketron. How are you today? I'm trying to figure out what mother's world you all in. Well, no, he was in Smyrna. He was in Smyrna. Smyrna. See, that's <laughs> it's tropical down there. 13 miles <laughs> makes it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to let, go let to let Smyrna. Let me tell you all something, Mark. I try to get along and, and go along. Who idea was it to build, a, a put a Social Security office where they put it at, where they ain't near nothing that's dealing with the government? That's and you f- go out there, and this day and time, the building is not open. I'm sick of this stuff. Everything is so computerized nowadays. Everybody don't have a car. That's a federal government. One, one. Oh, is that what you call it? Yes, sir. One local government, one state government. That's federal. I'm glad you told me because I'm gonna get on them next time I get a well, chance. Call your congressman. <laughs> call who? Your congressman. I sure will. Cause I tell you what, where, why you got the bill? I'm not. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the government. Uh-huh. Why had a bill if it's not open? Hey, that's what I'm talking to absolutely. now. Absolutely. Agree with you. I agree it, with you. Was, every time you look around, it said, "Well, we on the." It's nowhere near our government, wonderful Mothersburg. Right. We got our buildings sitting right that the majority of them is sitting together. You, in the traffic, it's so wonderful once you leave Broad Street. Mm-hmm. Boy, you got to be a rocket scientist. Well, uh, Congressman Scott Desjardins is our congressman. His office is, <laughs> is right next to the alley on West, West Main Street. Lord have mercy. And so Lynn Davis is his field director. They named it something. We yeah. go over there, and it says... In other words, you all listen to me. It's, they might as well say, welcome to the Social Security office, but guess what? We're not open. Why they got a building? Why not? You not, Why are you not open? And we, now they done sent us mail, done call me, done run, done kept me all through all this hassle. You're a government building and you're not open. That's real smart. Why didn't you, when you call and harass me, why didn't you tell me it's <laughs> never open? Yeah, I'm I'm a little mad today, you all, but yes, I got things to do too. Yes, right. sir. Did anybody else get a census packet in the mail? I got one <laughs> yesterday from the federal government, and I'm like, oh, we I, done done the I, census. I didn't get Ain't that something. That's something. Man, they get paid for doing nothing, don't they? <laughs> I'm with uh, you. It's a pretty good gig. Isn't I'm, I'm gonna sign a I'm gonna run for not president, but resident next year. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it crazy? It is. It is. It's not like that. Now listen, you guys are stirring people up this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck, you all. Take care. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) That got a text in from another listener, and they said, uh, speaking of federal government, I'm noticing that it takes about a week for a mail to get across town now, and they've gone up in the prices and uh, saying they're going to have to reduce service more. So I don't know. Oh, boy. Our world has is, is totally changed in the last two years. You know, I got a thing, and in, in, in my paper last week said that DNJ is not going to deliver anymore on Saturday. They're cutting really? Out, they're, they're cutting out Saturday delivery of the DNJ. And I'm going, why am I taking this?
We're going to pause for just a moment, and we'll be back. You can ponder all of those thoughts this morning. Give us a call. We'd like to have your ideas. 615-893-1450. Hey, neighbor, when you talk, others listen. If it's on Good Neighbor Talk, keep it here. WTNS, AM, FM, online. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. If I could talk to the animals. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come in and do business with my family. As the weather gets worse and we spend more time indoors, give your pets additional enrichment. Here at Animal City, we carry a variety of toys and entertainment for pets of most kinds. When you stop in to see us at Animal City, make sure to explore all two stories of our wonderful pets and pet supplies. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. In this salute, we talk to a veteran who fought in the Vietnam War. When we got back into California, they told us, do not wear your uniforms. Keith Redluff served in the U.S. Army. He was in Vietnam. We were veterans that had just come home. I've been called baby killer. I've been spit on. In a restaurant, people talking bad about you. Veteran Rudliff in Vietnam. Four individuals plus myself. I was a radio operator, and we had three artillery pieces that we supported the Arvins when they went out on missions. Just uh, five of us. Something happened and you get overrun, you're on your own. Help is 30, 40, maybe even an hour away. Just have to do the best you can with what you have and survive. I didn't realize until I got over there, was in the first ambush, that those people were trying to kill me. And I didn't know them. I had done nothing to them. And that's when you just have to get the mindset that it's going to be them and not me. You're one heartbeat away. That's war. Unfortunately, you try the very best to protect the person on your right and left because you know they're not going to leave you and you're not going to leave them. We're all going to come out of here together or somebody else is going to have to carry us out of here together. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. If you know a veteran you'd like to highlight, let WGNS know and we'll honor them in our daily salute to veterans. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. The Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW. Weekdays from one to four on WGNS. Hey, welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Yeah, that's our number. 
615-893-1450. If you have a question dealing with Rutherford County, give us a call. That's what we're focusing on this morning. Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron is our guest this morning. 615-893-1450. Deputy Mayor Steve Sandlin, also with us, Deputy to the Mayor. We'll get that title right. (laughs) 615-893-1450. Lots going on here in Rutherford County. Uh, What are we now? We're the fourth county, fourth largest in Tennessee. Is that right? Well, we're still fifth. Fifth, uh, Because of the census came out. And and there Steve gets a census form in the mail. Yeah. Which I think that, that the federal government short counted us. Uh, two years ago, a when, few few people in that family right yeah, there. I, I think we got short counted, and we were only twenty thousand uh, people shy of taking over Hamilton County, which is Chattanooga. So I think that uh, we are larger, uh, especially over the last two years. We've been twenty eight people a day moving in here on the average. So I'd say we're 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 probably there, but not officially. Okay, so you're still seeing that kind of growth. It yes, hasn't sir. slowed at all. No, we're, we are the fastest growing uh, 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 county in the entire nation right now. That has to create a challenge for government. It's, it's a real challenge for government. I mean, just keeping up with the schools and, and the growth that they're bringing in. We had a report last night from Mr. Spurlock in the school report at Health and Education Committee. Um, and, and what they're projecting of, of what they're having to add on additions onto all the schools and, and new schools. And new schools are going to cost us about $110 million. Rockville, that we built, what, three years ago, four years ago, we moved into it, it was $72 million. And so, with the price and shortage of, of uh, raw materials and supply chain and everything else, just like your meat and your orange juice and everything else has gone up, fuel's gone up. Well, it's being reflected in building costs, and taxpayers are going to have to pay for it. Now, here's a listener who's asking about pretty something similar to what you're talking about. With the cost of gasoline going up the way it has, has that created uh, an extra burden for the county with the police cars and uh, oh, abso- garbage? Absolutely. And we just, uh, week before last, we kicked off our budget process, and so I had all the directors come in and elected officials and told them, now it's time, here's your information, start putting together your budgets. And what they'll do over the course, we've already got um, uh, appointments set up on the calendar. They'll start bringing their budgets to me as the mayor, and we'll go through that. I'll make my recommendation, and then we will travel uh, from after my meeting with them. We'll go to the respective committee before the seven commissioners on each one of those, be it public works or public safety or property management, um, et cetera, and then to the budget and then full commission uh, to pass their budget. So they're all... Uh, anticipating having to increase our budgets over last year. Um, you know, Bart, we were very fortunate uh, over the last three years. We were able to ob- obtain uh, Moody's AAA bond rating the first time in our county's history, which means hundreds of thousands of dollars we will save when we have to go and bond, go to the bond market and bond. It's, it's like taking out a loan, but it's through the bond market. People buy our bonds based on our credit and if our credit's triple a like it is we'll get a much better rate when we build a 110 million dollar school so uh, um, we're just trying to manage it the best way we know how yes uh, 
Uh, we're doing a salary study right now because uh, other counties are finding the same shortage. Nobody wants to work. We can't get paramedics. We can't get EMTs. Can't get deputies. They're they're uh, fifty. The sheriff said thirty. I think thirty. 30, 30 patrolmen short Ooh, over to wow. jail. Uh, so we're just. Or I think to thirty total. I'm not for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you got counties like Montgomery County coming down and stealing people from Sumner County. Sumner County stealing from from uh, Wilson County. So we're going to have to increase uh, our pay for what we pay for a, a sergeant, a lieutenant, or anything else, or a paramedic. Increase those those uh, payments uh, to those folks on salary so we can be full and, and provide services that that's what we do as a county we provide services to the citizens and try to manage that money well thank goodness though mayor you lifted the table your first budget year right and then also lifted up then your salaries the next year and then now whatever we're going to do this year you know yeah. it's it's and and that's where this study comes in to see where we're going to go with all this because i mean we've 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 got to do it when you when you've got mcdonald's paying what they're paying you know to come in right off the street you know it, it doesn't do our employees jonathan mcguire over here at mcdonald's right down the street he's paying 17 dollars wow. and we'll send you the mtsu he's giving you benefits and college education wow. and he owns all the middle tennessee mcdonald's the mcguire group so we're having to compete with McDonald's to get a well, patrolman. You're, you're also competing with uh, delivery trucks and yes. things of that sort that oh, are yeah. paying phenomenal yeah. amounts. A lot of companies have gone on, you know, we've we've talked about it, you know, uh, uh, sign-on bonus, you know, two, three, four thousand dollars to to come on. I know uh, a family member just went to uh, uh, well, they're they're hauling for uh, Amazon, but they're uh, like FedEx or something, you mm -hmm. know, a uh, six thousand dollar bonus. Wow. And, you we're, know? and we're, we've got trucks got to pick up trash. You know, we're competing yeah. with, with an Amazon, you know, because you got to have your CDL license. Right. So there's there's such a demand for people who's got a CDL license, and we're having to compete with that. So we're going to have to increase our pay. Here's a total different direction that a listener's taking us in That's on this right. text message. Uh, they said they live out the old Woodbury Highway, and all of this winter weather has wreaked havoc on potholes, made oh potholes. Gosh. What can they do to fix it? Or uh, have it fixed, I guess. Well, <laughs> uh, we'll make another phone call to we'll Greg Brooks. Our Greg <laughs> Brooks, he's an elected, uh, our elected uh, uh, highway superintendent, so we'll make a call to him. I know right by my house, uh, right behind the battlefield on Wilkinson Pike, the oh, potholes were so deep. I saw one wreck, three flat tires, and I have four hubcaps that are really? in my front yard, and I've kind of stacked them up for people who are missing them they come by and pick them back up that's you know? right okay yeah. that's a city road there though, <laughs> and that's right? a city we, we got to give them a call but uh this salt is man you you got to have it to get around but then again it, it just really wears so out that's the road creating yeah. the problem. and salt in the weather you know you take a water gets down in those little cracks or whatever and then it freezes it expands and pops that that pavement and, and people it, don't realize during the winter time you can't patch they come out and it's a cold mix so what they put in that hole is cold mix you get another rain it just crumbles and, and comes right back out so a mm -hmm. week later you got the same hole yeah it's not like hot mix 
But see, when the first frost hits, like in November, they close down the hot mix plants and mm-hmm. don't open back up till about first of March mm-hmm. when the temperature, because they can't make hot mix until it's, it's like 48, 50 degrees above that. Mm-hmm. So we'll, it'll be a we'll, while. to answer that caller though, I'll I'll call uh, Mr. Brooks when we get back to the office and and uh, just and what does it say on there, Bart? Just uh, oh, Old Woodbury Highway. Old Woodbury Highway. Highway. They don't yeah. give a specific location. We'll, okay. we'll give him a buzz on. I'm sure he's got it on his list. They do a great job out there. They just drive down Old Woodbury Highway and, yeah, and check when their tire drops down in that hole, they'll know where it's at. They'll know where they're at. <laughs> we will return. Yeah. Stay right with us. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender time to order your king cake for Mardi Gras. This is Chuck Gandy with Gandy Seafood Company. We offer a variety of flavors. The Gandy Seafood Cajun Market on Memorial Boulevard across from Sportscom. My favorite is pecan praline. For orders, call 615-956-6590. Skies become mostly sunny this afternoon with a high in the mid-30s. North winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear skies alone near 16. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 18. Good morning. Traffic's busy, but it's moving 24 out through the Hickory Hollow area as you continue towards Nashville. Tons of radar out here this morning, uh, especially over in Williamson County as you head towards 65 there on uh, 840. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. Princess Hot Chicken now available for catering. Check out that menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. Welcome back. Our number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. And we're talking about Rutherford County this morning. Steve Sandlin and... County Mayor Bill Ketrin are with us this morning. Uh, it wouldn't be a show if we didn't have this question come up. This listener is asking about the landfill, and they are saying that uh, they were out this w- past week, and the stench is still just as bad as always. Uh, is there going to be anything that can be done? Uh, we we get those same complaints uh, into our office every day. We're we're in constant contact with. We're probably telling them that they need to do something. Um, I don't, there there's no way economically to force them into doing anything because it's a private entity. Uh, what we are working on, matter of fact, if people want to tune in to our next public works meeting, which will be next week, Steve. Public Works, we have two yes, companies, BART, that uh, are coming to make a presentation. One is out of Cookville and one is out of Franklin uh, that say that the one out of Cookville says that they can eliminate 90% of the waste stream, of our waste stream, that's going uh, into the landfill. Uh, so we're, I'm excited to see what kind of process that they have. It's the 8th. Mm-hmm. It's the 8th, February, February the 8th at 5.30. 8th, 5:30. If you can 5:30. tune in on and watch the, to the uh, county 
TV station, the Peg Channel, and and watch and see this presentation. We we can only control what flows comes into Rutherford County. We can't control what flow goes into a private entity um, legally. Now uh, it seems like the rules change pretty regularly. We we think that things are going in one direction. And uh, you present them to the courts, and suddenly a different decision is made. And that's the frustrating part is, is, uh, you know, uh, we're in the middle of a lawsuit. Matter of fact, um, uh, the city put up some money. Our Solid Waste Regional Authority has a meeting set for week after next, and they're going to meet because they sent it to the chancellor in Nashville, and the chancellor has sent it back to them, uh, to Solid Waste Authority, to um, see how to deal with this and see if they can put some leverage on Republic. And, and um, I, I read a thing just the other day that they're taking a lot of aluminum dross. Uh, dross is the byproduct of smelting aluminum, and um, it seems to um, uh, be noxious, uh, especially it's flammable when it gets wet. And that's why we sometimes will have fires out there at the landfill. And, of course, people keep in mind this is not our landfill. The Rutherford County landfill has been closed since back in the 90s. So our control over Republic, a private um, uh, sector company, it, it's hard for us to tell them what they can and can't take. And so they are getting all of the proceeds from the aluminum, aren't they? Yes, sir. I mean, the, this is not something that other people pick up they they job that out and and have it brought in themselves so uh even on something that they are doing uh that's creating Mm -hmm. a problem yeah we we have uh we're in talks right now of going down to florence on 20 acres that we have down there and and, uh talking to pratt recycling out of conyers georgia what they do is take uh, aluminum corrugated cardboard uh, uh water bottles any kind of plastic and they take it back and grind it up and sell it to the uh, carpet factories in Dalton, Georgia, and make carpet out of crushed water bottles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have found out that uh, if we could put in a spur line down there, because the railroad track CSX runs right beside our property there in Florence, if we could put that in and, and load up train cars and ship um, all the plastics to Tennessee Eastman Chemical up in Kingsport, but because of COVID, all of the uh, natural resources have been depleted and so the polymers that go into making plastic which are natural have been depleted and that's what goes into making paint plastic water bottles anything's plastic and they have a way at the chemical plant up there in kingsport of of getting the polymers back out of it and, and recycling that so we're, we're on the verge of seeing some things happen it just takes a long time and, and then we're butting up against a, a, a private entity as well now, with some of these changes happening, uh, are you seeing much difference in the need for recycled materials? I mean, that oh, market- the price has oh, yeah. has really gone up. It was uh, at one point in time the Asian markets had quit taking it, and and the price fell out of the bottom fell out. But now, because of of um, COVID, all the like I said, all the natural resources have been eliminated: copper, aluminum. Um, plastic, etc. So now the prices are way up. And this company, Pratt, they're the fifth largest recycler corrugated cardboard in the in the world. They're a two billion dollar company. They make all of Amazon boxes out of recycled cardboard. Uh, so they want to put a plan in down here. They'll build a plan on our property if we can come to terms. 
and uh, start taking uh, cardboard and using state routes as opposed to county roads, and we don't have to fix potholes. We have about a minute and a half left in our broadcast. Uh, any final thoughts you want to share? Any big uh, announcements to make as far as new business coming into the area? Well, I think Legacy Sports um, uh, out. Yeah, that's big, yeah. It, it's going to be real big, and I think they're planning uh, sometime in March a soft uh, groundbreaking out there. So we're excited about that. That's going to mm-hmm. be a you know, I uh, talked to Chad Miller, one of the owners. He and his father just built one in Mesa, Arizona. They opened it up two weeks ago. They've been averaging 35,000 cars a day in the last two weeks coming to the facility in Mesa. And so we're in for some exciting times ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to share this morning? Uh, we, th- we thank you for, for letting us uh, share with with uh, your listeners, Bart, what's going on in the county because we live in an exciting opportunity, uh, in an exciting county right now with a lot of opportunities in front of us, and, and it's just going to get better. We just have to be able to make sure that we do it properly and manage it properly. And go down and look at the museum. museum. Please come. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, hours again, once again. Uh, Monday through Friday on the museum from uh, 8 to 5, and in Saturday from 10 to 5, and then Sunday, 1 to 5. Take the whole family down. Take a carload. Come and eat at one of the restaurants around, get you some ice cream over there, and come on over and take a look at the courthouse and the museum. County Mayor Bill Ketron, along with Steve Sandlin, with us this morning. Stay with us. Much more to come. Thank you, Bob.